welcome to the Fireside Podcast. I'm joined by Mr. Rostur. Good evening. Uh, Mr. Sick Billy. Good evening. Craig Gregor and his dinosaur. Evening. And Matthew Thompson. Hello, folks. We start recording and he buzzes instantly. Um, we have three games to talk about this week. We would have had four, but Dundee decided to have a game postponed on their shitty pitch again. So, uh, Craig has watched in detail every single game, all 90 minutes from every game that we're going to talk about, and he's going to tell you about St Mirren, St Mirren nil, Motherwell nil. Some Um, game, wasn't it, Craig? Oh, it was a a really good game, that um, St Mirren game, and it was it was quite end to end game to be fair, um, but there wasn't really much quality from either team that I seen to to get the win. I think the nil nil was probably the result you could see coming from the start, which um, which does give um, St Mirren their fourth consecutive uh, draw, and that search for uh, top six. It was nearly a nearly a monsoon when when the game was on. To be honest, yeah, I can I can't imagine that would have helped. To be fair, terrible weather. I think I think it was obvious it was going to be a draw. That was why I predicted a draw. Um, I'm sure we'll go into the predictions later. But that that game, honor split, and I think that's fair. Tell enough. you what, yeah. Smyrna's stagnated lately. Stagnated? Have they ever really got off the ground? Undefeated. Yeah, they did really four. well this season. That the, the point the point did mean that, uh, it's now mathematically impossible for Kelly to finish top six. Yeah, they're the only we're, team that are mathematically concerned that they would. <laughs> no, you know, they had that thank chance. You. Thank you, Craig, for that stat that you've probably stolen off Pine Bovril, I imagine. Definitely wasn't Pine Bovril. Shout out to Pine Bovril. But, um... Um, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I feel like a, a draw was probably fairly fairly inevitable, wasn't it? But I, expe- I expected a bit, maybe a goal from St Mirren, um, because... Well, you've got to take advantage of the fact that Motherwell are on a fairly poor uh, run at the moment. Yeah, you've got to say it's it's not like it's a good result, but Motherwell needed something to get themselves off that like four one against Hamilton and then three 0 against St Johnson. These teams around them that they need to be trying to pick something up off of, and they just get hammered in both games. So they have to get something to try and get back into it. And, I believe they've still got to play Kelly before the split, so that'll be a big win for them as well. That's an easy three points. I think I've already said this before, but an easy three points for them against Kelly. Apart from Kelly that, not... Nah, I'm still yeah, adamant Ross County are going. Ross County are going down. Kelly for me. The only <laughs> thing they're good for this season is beating Celtic, but everyone's done it. Uh, Ross County, Ross County are away to St Mirren at the weekend, so they're gonna. I was about to say, oh, big one. Ross County away to St Mirren. We'll see how that goes. And um, part of that, I seen Not... someone saying there was a, a penalty shout in the Motherwell St Mirren game. I didn't see it myself. Uh, I don't know where I just missed it, but or where it wasn't a deemed a good enough highlight, which probably means it wasn't a penalty. Yep, that's exactly spot on. I'll not add anything to that. Yeah, I, I, I didn't also also didn't see anything, so um, uh, nothing, nothing to add on to that, that no, statement. But yeah, never a penalty. 
Not, nothing really else to talk about in that game, is there? Uh, no, not really. No. <laughs> it's been an exciting week, uh, midweek of football. Well, apart from today, maybe. But... We'll get on to that. Um, Inverness. And and Inverness. That's what I, was, I was about to go, jump into Inverness. Jump into Inverness. Be some We're going to head up to Inverness as they took on Alloa in mm. a thrilling two-each draw. And um, Matt's going to give us his comments on it. Yeah, I watched this game in depth. It's fresh in my mind. Um, from the looks of the game, mostly Inverness. I think Inverness fans can be happy with how they've played since they came back from not playing football yep. and playing some shinty for a couple of weeks. Um, probably a bit disappointed to not get all three points, but all, overall you can say it's a good point for Alloa. Um, I just fear at the moment as an Air United fan, or sort of Air United fan, when I see teams like Aloha getting points. Well, I think that was the best result for them, to be fair, because it keeps Inverness within distance of them. But it gives Aloha hope. As much yeah. as they are in ninth place, you, you do have to look behind you when you're in there. You, you've also got to look ahead of you in this league when there's, it's so tight. Yeah, it, it, it's a very tight league, and no, with all these draws that have been happening recently and shock results, as, as you, you would say... Um, it does. It makes it tighter and more, more competitive, more enjoyable, more sort of uh, exciting. Whatever game when you don't really know who's going to win. Because I mean, right. did anyone anyone think it was going to be a draw? Uh, I believe Matt did. Of course, he did. Myself, did I think one each. Mm. And and Billy, yeah, maybe. Billy, no, Billy you did. You, yeah, you did, Bill. Nah, just Billy. Billy's the only one that thought oh, it would be a Billy. draw. It's all right. Well, they're, they're just forgetting about. Oh yeah, just no, Matt, 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 Matt thought I'm sorry. Was... I thought yeah, I had the draw for the other um, game. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> Alo, Alo went ahead fairly early, twenty minutes in, through some. I mean, it's it's decent play from Aloha and to to get to where it was, but then the goalkeeper kind of just gives them the open open net, doesn't he? Well, it was just a a very slap pass from Inverness to give the ball back to Alo and then just a simple through ball. It's and it's Cameron and just skips past the It's goalie. a decent through ball, though. Yeah. That's a decent through ball, yeah. And then um, the goalkeeper run. Well, the goalkeeper actually can't decide whether he's coming or going, I think, it looks like. He's kind yeah. of half thinking about coming out, and then he's shouting at his team for giving away the ball. I think you've got to put that down to the the quality of the through ball, though. The, you put it into that position where you, you question the goalkeeper. No, but, you can't decide. Yeah. Craig knows all about that from pro clubs, doesn't I he? I do. <laughs> but um, evidently, um, really good at deciding when to bring the goalkeeper out. So we'll we'll leave that there. Um, but I mean, apart from that, it was just Inverness dominance for the rest of the first half. Are, are we actually um, going to give Craig? Um, he he knows how to bring the goalkeeper, and we're just letting him get away with it. Uh, um, we're just, no, no. I was just going to leave that. I was just going to leave that. <laughs> we'll we'll argue about that later, but not on the podcast because it would take up far too much time. I just thought we we're going to um, end it out. No. Yeah, I'd, I'd just edit it out. Honestly, the the best part of the game was the the closing sort of fifteen minutes, with uh, three goals being scored, and a penalty being missed as well. Yeah, well, Inverness did miss a. Uh, well, they didn't miss a. Um, they had the ball in the back of net in the first half, but it was ruled out for a foul. Which I mean, uh, Matt didn't agree with. I also Matt was upset about that. Do not agree with really. It's a. 
it's soft. It's soft. I, I don't know. I need to see it again. You know, I only seen it once, uh, but even I don't know. At first glance, I didn't really see what they were, what they were given. But you know what? It's the officials, and we know the officials in Scotland are good. <laughs> You've said the word corrupt wrong. Sorry, did I lag? I meant <laughs> oh, uh, penalty to Rangers. That, that's Sorry. That's um, another triggered fan. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Inverness got their, their equaliser through uh, Duffy, the right back. I believe so. Yes. Yeah. This yes, was one you. good Duffy. I was wait, looking for confirmation. Um, I'm that from Jer. And he scores a, a cracker of a goal with his left foot. It is a, it's a very good goal. Um, as reminds said, me of a, a prime me. Um, the right back with the left foot is up. That what it reminds you of. Yeah. <laughs> is that a prime great? I was a left back with the right foot, though. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my God. Yep. Getting them all tonight. That was my that was my dad. To be fair, well, Craig's not your dad. So. Craig's dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's true. I can actually see. I can actually see Craig every now and then. Take that, dad. Um, <laughs> oh, Matt's dad listens. Straight after that goal, though, um, Inverness went and got yeah, a yeah, I'll... to put himself in front. Nice, we uh, cross into the middle. We half volley in, make it two one. Goal. Yep, Bang. yep, goal. <laughs> and very shortly after that, Inverness were awarded a penalty. A stone wall penalty. It was indeed, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Can't, can't, can't get your hands up like that. And I'd like to credit the referee here. He got himself in a very good position to see it. Oh my god, I need to lie down here. Um, oh my god! I'm gonna have to have some actually probably thought they won it, won won the game when they won that penalty, make it three one. They really but, probably thought they did, to be honest. But they missed it. It was well saved. But uh, I've seen better penalties though. Gash penalty, I was gonna say, but I'm not allowed to use that word. Good, I've been good save, but I've seen entertainment. Yeah, it's a poor run of form penalty. <laughs> it was. That one's for you, Mister Entertainment. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, Aloha, Inverness also they probably did think they had had the game won to be honest at, at 2-1 going to the last few minutes of the game and then well, they had the ball Aloha. back again which was also ruled out for offside <laughs> so they had fought the ball in the back yep. net four times and they missed a penalty but they drew the game mm-hmm. to each <laughs> yep. uh, well they probably, they're probably thinking ah, there's three minutes to go surely, surely we can hold on to a win here nope let's give away a penalty and let's give away a goal. Yeah, Alan Troughton. Agent Troughton. Here player. to um, get Inverness closer to air. I don't know. Um, yep. So just anything about air. Uh, well, Agent, Agent about. Ennis Cameron as well. He got the first. So. Obsessed. <laughs> he is, he's obsessed, obsessed with air. Surprisingly, he's wearing an air top again tonight. This time it's not covered in curry sauce. It's lovely. This time it's covered in gravy. Purple and green number. Some people don't like Craig it. It doesn't need gravy. Do. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that, that two each. Point shared in uh, Inverness. Point shared in the championship table looks like. Mm-hmm. Insert picture championship table here. <laughs> well, leaves uh, Alawa four points behind there, but here do have two games in hand. Um, and so they'll still be four points behind 
Well, yeah, possibly. <laughs> possibly. One of those games that hands against Dundee. Yeah. That's an easy win. Um, okay, so there'll be five points behind. That's not going to go, not ahead. go ahead. Eventually, you know, go it will never get played. Game. It will never get played. It's the fourth time this game's been played. You just have to get Yep. Should be the rules. Um, you get four attempts. At this point, just assume it's a draw. You get four armbands. Go and play. <laughs> yep. Inverness can still, Inverness can still propel, pro, 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 propel themselves up the table fairly nicely with their games in hand on the teams above them. Yep. It's just Dundee, bit, they've missed that many games at this point as well. Games in hand, got to second. It's just a big clusterfuck yeah, while true. the games in hand in that game, that league. As I'm, I'm actually looking at it, and yep. every team has played all these different amounts of games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like and it is a, it, it, again, it's, they're they're a well, shortened season, the championship as well. Yeah, twenty-seven games. So. Mm-hmm. I'll have only ten uh, games left. We're in the tail end. But actually, yeah, it actually again brings up the. They are dog shit. Do you want to like not talk, please? <laughs> again, also brings up the. <laughs> the League One and League Two debacle in Scotland um, of what they do with their leagues. I've, been, I've seen a few theories out there, but has anyone got any thinking behind that? Yeah, I've seen a few suggestions like try and play out a certain number of games or just maybe try and play the games but then maybe play into the summer. I just I just can't see anything happening. I they're not going to start until mid-March at the earliest, if they're allowed to start mm-hmm. then. And then you're giving themselves, what, a month and a bit, and some of them's got as much as 18 games to play or that, so... <laughs> I like still see busy it. schedule. <laughs> I see, yeah, yeah, I see the, those two leagues as being... The only real option is to, to stop the leagues. And I think at this at that, at that point, you can't really award anything from... Some of them only played have played, like, eight games or something. Yeah. Uh, so, null and yeah. void really has to be the only option for those. Null and void. I've seen someone. Have we considered? Yeah, have we considered relegating you know, parties? Oh, yeah, actually, that... it would be funny. I think we should do it, actually. Yeah, Can yeah someone phone up Neil. See... Yeah, just chat. I did see. Yeah, I see. I, I see someone suggested um, like wait until the start of next season and continuing on from the points that they have right now, but it doesn't no. f- I think that would, finish till next season. That's fucking it, mental. No, I, that, that, I know, that's... yeah, I've seen that suggestion, and I, kinda, <laughs> I read it, and then I, I, I double take, I did a double take, and I was like, hmm, yeah, now that doesn't add up, does it? Because that would have been, oh yeah, we've not played since November, but we're going to just start in August with new games. Yeah. At <laughs> the same points. It caused so much financial problems for those clubs as well, to the like not having a full season next season again and then yeah i think i think the best the, the best thing is probably to me. cancel the league and then look at getting oh god and then look at getting back into stadiums hopefully as early as possible into next season yeah just... i think august i i think august you'll see some fans back in stadiums i don't think of this Scotland was re- far going as England with that. I reckon maybe you might, we might see some fans 
like preseason friendlies, maybe because a lot of them aren't that greatly attended anyway. I think we will see some fans at the Euros as well. I don't think it'll True. be a, like a, obviously it won't be a full capacity Hamden, but well, I think have you, oh, well, it never have you seen the UEFA's plans? Yeah, to make it in just in England as well. I don't, I don't know how they'll get away. I don't, not how they'll get away with it. How that will work out? It's a strange one for that as well because they're not I exactly miles ahead in terms of um, battling the virus. And, and it's probably easier though <laughs> to have it in one country than it is. Yeah, and 12. England probably is the easiest one. It's just, they've got the facilities in place to have it. Yeah. Yeah. So. But, You've, you've talked about a European competition, so that brings us nicely on to this evening's game, which um, one of us is fresh from watching. Craig's probably half watched it. Um, and that is Rangers uh, walking fairly comfortably past Antwerp into the round of 16. 5 2 Rangers. Ross Dewar, you were at the match again. I was at the match again in my bedroom for um, a consecutive number of weeks. I was there and I experienced it. Top class. Um, all I'm going to say is what a game. What what a great um, like tie. It had, it had everything. Um, it had red cards. It had great goals. <laughs> The first first game had a red card. Oh, right, okay. Yes, I say, that's why I said the tie. Oh, yeah. Sorry, my bad. Sorry, I'm, I'm not with it. And I think Rangers, uh, they did. They, they played really well. They deserve, fully deserve to go through, and we'll see how far they can go this competition. I think it all depends really on the draw tomorrow. Is it? Is it tomorrow the draw? Yeah, yeah. it's tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, tomorrow for midday. So mm-hmm. there's. There's some there's some good teams still in the Europa League. To be fair, there's six teams through so far. Mm-hmm. Oh, seven teams through so far. Six that Rangers can get: Shakhtar, Donetsk, Ajax, Villarreal, Mold, Granada. Arsenal. the hat from from today, and Arsenal. I think someone um, like Mold would be probably one of the more Mold, favourable times. Granada, maybe Spurs as well. I mean, they bet Napoli. <clears throat> I mean, Napoli. yeah. Um, AC Milan, Roma, they they're probably going to end up being through as well. United, United. I, th- I think Man United's the one team they want to avoid. Yeah, they'll probably go the full way. It would be interesting to see Rangers against like an Arsenal or a Tottenham. Yeah, or even a Leicester, just like any of the English clubs. Yeah, see how they can see how they fare. Fun. Certainly, obviously, um, Arsenal scraped past Benfica and Rangers gave Benfica a very good game. So, yeah, well, you drew twice for Benfica, and Arsenal. And it, was, um, it was it was like a year ago. You're really so. cl- clutching on straws there. <laughs> no, it wasn't, wasn't there, a year. Yeah, ago. Wait, a what was the Arsenal score? Uh, they won three two. There is a lot of a lot of people asking for three two. All right, okay. Four yeah. four four three in aggregate. There's a lot of people that are, are saying that mm. they want Rangers to get a an English team. Yeah, that's it's because it would bring up that old argument again of where would Rangers finish in the league. So put them up against a. Um, I, 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 oh, Matt, can you mute yourself, please? 
<laughs> uh, put them up against a. Okay. A Spurs or a. Why can I still hear them? <laughs> um, the Leicester, even. Well, Man United obviously want to avoid, but I'd been around to see how they would fare against Man United because I, I think it'd be it would be that one of those ones that would be like quite good, not quite good. It'd be funny though if they were to draw like a Tottenham or an Arsenal or a Leicester or a Man United and then beat them and beat them. Yeah, it'd be quite funny just to see the English meltdown. I, I think though the empty stadiums have a lot to play a part because I, I think I'd, you know. If, I'd, I'd agree. If, if Rangers got a you know a, one of the English teams at home at Ibrox. I could potentially see an upset there. Yeah, I think the the fans in would be a massive boost for Rangers or Celtic in Europe. I think that was one of the main reasons Celtic didn't do quite so well in Europe this season. Yeah, uh, because of that. It, I agree. Play, it's played a big part. With a one ten in a row. Yeah. With fans with <laughs> no. a one ten. It's played a big part for well, me. Normally you but... play players, not fans, but you know. <laughs> it's played a big part for me. I think for would be better played fans. I think I think for for all for a lot of clubs though it's played a big part. It's not just like Celtic or Rangers yeah. that have been influenced by it. Um, only the only team that is sort of benefiting is uh, Manchester City down in England. Yeah, they, don't they have never any really fans. have fans anyway. And um, yeah, but you to. do see that with the amount of like, there's more away wins this season than like than any other season. You see that it's obviously well, actually, because of the it, fans. It was it was straight away in German football when they came back. There's quite a lot of di- like different results. Like the be- the better teams weren't weren't winning as e- like easily at home because they didn't have their support. But also, if they went away and it was like a team that's usually hard because their support are loud, it was again it wasn't the same. I think we all agree that the better the fans come, uh, the quicker the fans come back to football, the better. With only um. Team that I see really benefited from having no fans is Scotland. Apparently, we turn into world class when there's no fans and we qualify for tournaments. True. <laughs> but. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, okay. I didn't realise the Leicester game's on right now and it's a uh, nil nil. It is no nil. It was one so each it... in the first leg, I think. No. It was no nil in the first leg as well, yeah. Nil nil in the first leg, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that, that could be an interesting one to who gets through in that one. Yeah, well, it was back to the the Scottish team versus English team. You have seen Aberdeen doing it against Burnley a few seasons ago. It took Burnley to um, extra time to actually beat mm-hmm. Aberdeen, which I think, I think it was a not it was a stinking night up in up in Aberdeen yeah. as well when they played them. But that's that's two teams that are are fairly used to playing in in windy conditions, so they probably should have been better. Yeah, well, and because of the performances in Europe from teams. Um, we have five European teams next season. Uh, two guaranteed group stages uh, from for first place and third place, or third place slash Scottish Cup winner. Celtic don't have a guaranteed group stage, but they do have like free opportunity to win one game to get a guaranteed group stage. You've got to laugh, though. It's, um, it's quite funny that we're approaching the point where the, the, like, the whole top six of the the Scottish Premiership could be in Europe, playing European football, but the top set. <laughs> you've got you like you've got teams like oh, you could have teams like Saint Mirren. 
getting, yeah. getting in it around a European football. We had teams like Kelly getting European football fair. That's true, exactly. We, we had Kelly a couple of years ago. They did get Mother embarrassed then. Um, oh, they got embarrassed, but I don't know. Yeah. Still a coefficient point. Yeah, that's the thing. It's just, it just makes me makes me laugh a little bit, to be honest, thinking about it. It will be interesting in um, that fight for third place. Well, providing either Rangers Celtic win the Scottish Cup or the Scottish Cup doesn't finish the third place mm-hmm. battle for Hibs and Aberdeen to who gets it. Because guaranteed group stage European football isn't something that Hibs and Aberdeen will have experienced much, really. Do they get uh, third place qualifiers for Europa League? But they get Yeah, and they, if they lose that, they automatically win to the, the new one. Yeah. conference. The conference, which is no walkover, to be honest, because I've seen that apparently in the conference playoffs, uh, there's going to be teams like Napoli... And Everton and stuff like that, as it stands right now. I mean, you could have your, you could have the likes of. You could end up having like an Ajax or something in there as well. Yeah. They've had to play qualifiers the past couple of seasons for Champions League. Even the the Champions League playoffs is looking absolutely rocks. So I don't know where you've seen, but um, as it stands right now, Celtic could get PSG in the, the Champions League playoff. That's unbelievable. <laughs> if they if they win their first Celtic game, Celtic would love to see Neymar again. I'm sure. I hope Neymar dies. Well, I don't think fair that those views don't represent us all. Uh, anyway, like um, Neymar. Jura, any 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 thoughts on any of the goals for Rangers? Um, I felt um, Ryan Kent's goal where Morelos um, like skipped by a guy was sensational. Like it was just so good. Even uh, Nathan Patterson's goal as well. Eight, sorry, sixteen seconds coming on off the bench. Hope Again, we didn't celebrate that one too much tonight. Yep. Actually, uh, I've I've got to stop you, you Jure, because uh, your most favourite sports punt, uh, football pundit out there is uh, called Rangers hugely impressive tonight, um, and that's Mister Michael Stewart, who you always rave about. I thought it was going to be Chris Sutton. No, no, no. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't go on about Chris Sutton as much. He hates Michael Stewart, though. He's got. He's got some sort of problem hey, with him. Hey, um, to clarify for uh, listeners, I don't have a problem with Michael Stewart. I just disagree with what he says. I thought you were going to say he's got a problem with you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, <laughs> just a p- apologies. Michael apologies, Thank Michael, if you are listed. If you are listed, Michael, we're sorry about that. And Taji was not a waste Michael, of five million. Michael, please, please, please listen, Michael. If you are yeah. listening, Michael, feel free to contact us uh, to come on the podcast. Yeah, I'll not be there. I have uh, well, I've seen from you saying that. Uh, what was it you said? Morelos is immense or something? Yeah, and Morelos was sensational. For for someone who doesn't have a lot of pace, yeah, uh, he, he sure burned that guy. Like he's not known for his outstanding pace, but. He's known for his belly. <laughs> yeah. He's for his ability, you're right, Ferg. <laughs> it was a, it was a, there was a good fair play moment from um, Morelos as well. Uh, when the one guy pulled up and Morelos was left with, I think it was like a, a two-on-three attack. Morelos decided to stop. I don't think he's, yeah, the other players the, are happy. The Scottish with. media will hate to see that. They'll hate to see Morelos win the fair play award. Yeah, well, he won, he won the UEFA Fair Play Award this season for stopping I mean, the game. They gave, they gave it to a manager that spies on folk. 
So, I like the standards that high for fair play. I liked, I liked uh, Lukaku, Romelu, um, tweeting about it, and then like the third comment down is like, "You're still a Fenian bastard, though." Clarify no, that was no uh, not Ferris comments. That was someone on Twitter. <laughs> it was someone. It was the no, third comment down on the tweet. Was someone else clarify, called him. Yeah. There's no place for sectarianism. In there's not. The there's not. No. <laughs> I just found it a little bit amusing. <laughs> I guess because he tweeted once, someone was like Celtic or Rangers, and he replied, and he was like Celtic, and for some reason. Um, People got really upset about that. He only said that because his cousin cousin. played for Celtic. (laughs) Played because he will never play for us again. I don't think uh, he's probably the best left back you've got. No, I can't Rangers into the next round. Um, Who do you want in roster? Who's your ideal pick? Who's my ideal? Yeah. Uh, Probably someone like mold. If I want a glamorous tie, I'd say Arsenal. I reckon we'd probably give them a decent go. Or, or actually Tottenham as well. I think either of the two would... Um... Dude, he's picked three teams here. Yes, I play everybody. Well, they might... You just listen that mold next round, then Arsenal True. the round after, then Tottenham. Then United in the final. I think, for me, Ajax would be an interesting one. Yeah, obviously we've played um, Willem um, and we bet them, but they're mid-table from Holland. Yeah. It'll be an interesting tie no matter who they get, to be honest. It'll be good to see how they get on. Right. Uh, is Matt up for it? Is Matt there? Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Do you think your internet's good enough for you to um, go through your St. Johnson all-time 11? I think so, yeah. Um, wait, give me a minute. We'll, we'll fill this gap with um, elevator okay. music if you've got any. I need to get the date up. Right, here we go. Now, as you can imagine, I took this very seriously. I've put in my research... Well, it has, taken, it has taken you a couple of weeks, and the listeners it, are dying it, to hear it. Didn't, it didn't take me a couple of weeks, it took me all of 10 minutes. And uh, let's see. We do get messages every week, like, where is Matt's um, St. Johnson 11? Yeah. Well, we're actually fed up of people asking, where's Matt's St. Johnson 11? So here we are. <laughs> right, one minute. Here we I get, go. I get DMs all the time asking me, why has Matt mm-hmm. not done that bloody St. Johnson 11 yet? Right, I'm okay. quite excited to hear it because uh, apparently it doesn't have Stevie May in it, and I'm quite outraged about that. Uh, no, I don't. I don't also don't have a bench. So if I did have a bench, um, it also wouldn't have Stevie May. No, you don't it, get apparently. a bench. It's an eleven. It's a St. Yeah, no, Johnson exactly. 11, but I'm Matt. just saying, if it was a St. Johnson squad, <laughs> I'd be put in there. St. Johnson eighteen. What about the reserves? I could go on all day. If it's St. Johnson, <laughs> if you gave me the chance. Team. Um, okay. Right. <laughs> so over to you. For me personally. What made the bet the, the my all time St Johnson side the ability to beat Rangers? That that's all it is. It's all that matters. Um, so if you cast yourself back to the sixteenth of December, twenty seventeen, at three o'clock, presumably a Saturday, St Johnson beat Rangers three one. Right. 
And that is the start eleven that I think is the best ever St. Johnson eleven. So let me take you through it. In this we have the staple of St. Johnson, Xander Clark. Right, there's gonna be no arguments there. None. None. He's a good goalie. <laughs> he is. Could have been for Alan Manis, but okay. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't. Yo, do you St. Johnson eleven? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have one prepared. Next week's Billy St. Johnson. Let him do his. Let Matt speak then. Left back. I find oh, I'm starting right back. Right Start right back because we're civilised. I don't know why I put him in <laughs> Richard Foster. What a player. Career has really taken off. Finalist. He is a cup finalist. Um, I know he, he hates the Rangers given his spells playing for them. Uh definitely deserves my, my place in there that centre half staple of Shaughnessy and Anderson um, only conceded the one goal that was from Morelos and they did take the lead that game they took the lead in the 5th minute um, but we're going to come on to our full back other full back which is Scott Tanzer he was playing left back that game um, another you know what he's a servant now of St Johnson a few years there into the midfield, Paul Payton. Um, I think that's that explains itself. Ran the show that day. I remember it, it well. Does. Um, we're going to go into two... Sorry, I should specify the formation, sorry. It is a 4-1-4-1, basically. That's, that's how they played it. Uh, so after Paul Payton, just in front of them, we've got Chris Miller. And we have Skugel as well. Two great players. Um any of them got the goals, unfortunately. The St. Johnson goals, ironically, well, we'll explain the goals in just a second. Um, on the right mid, we had Aston. Aston was the guy that got St. Johnson level. And on the other side, we had Liam Craig. And we all know Liam Craig. He did take a booking that game. Um, but he's also another veteran, veteran for the Saints. He's been there for years. After Hibs. And up front, in my all-time St. Johnson 11, we have Denny Johnson. And to me, that just screams volumes about what's great about this team. The names. The names. And uh, that is the player that scored. Yeah, he gave him the lead. Just saying, Aston made it one each. Johnson scored the second goal. And then um, it was Graham Cummins, who came off the bench to seal the victory and cement history. History, I would like to say, as they managed to find three goals. I don't know how they managed to get through that centre-half partnership with Danny Wilson and Bruno Alves, but they did it. And uh, I guess they might have went down the side of Declan John, and back then James Tavernier also wasn't the best defender in the world. So, yeah, that is my all-time St. Johnson 11. I look forward to hearing Billy's next week. Hopefully, hopefully he comes yep. prepared. Uh, yeah. If you would like to pick another team, <laughs> this is becoming a segment. <laughs> I mean, look, if you'd prefer, you know, Matt is all-time Hamilton Eleven's available. Everyone's in Johnson Eleven. He's he's done. He's you know what Matt's done. Matt has done. He's just done the most like Celtic da thing ever. And just went. When did they, when did they last beat Rangers? There you go, that team. Yeah, but they didn't just. Oh, what a player! They he didn't has. just beat them. What a player! They he didn't has. just beat them. Three one. Three one. So yeah, that's my all-time St. John's Okay, I thought he was getting, like, <laughs> something more. Thank you, Matt. Uh, we'll very, very swiftly mm-hmm. move on from that. <laughs> Talk about the biggest news of the week. Um, 
the best news of the week uh, and the resignation, the shock resignation of Neil Francis Lennon from Celtic Football Club. I, for one, was... Um, Devastated? No. Distraught? Uh, no. I, I was going to say delighted, but <coughs> at the same time, I woke up in the morning and I had a couple of notifications on my phone, so I was like, I'll open that. that. And I thought it was just someone joking, like, oh, Neil's actually gone. I was like, oh, yeah, because all the rumours the night before were Neil Lennon's going to resign in the next 24 hours. But it was something like 20 past seven or whatever that uh, they announced that his resignation had gone through, which is the second time um, this year that Celtic have announced something quite big at that, that early time in the morning. So, yeah, it shocked. But I don't know. There's a weird sort of, like, <clears throat> sense of, like, odd clarity. I was like, it doesn't feel real that he's gone. It doesn't feel real that he's resigned. No. Even. Um, I'm glad I'm glad he's finally gone, but at the same time, fuck you, because we all know that he's only left to save his save it save his name yeah. slightly, isn't he? He's only won all those trophies. <laughs> so I'd like to just take this minute to quote the, the great poet Gordon Sawyers. I'm raging. That's that's how I feel. <laughs> I'm not happy. Um well, yeah, you, you did. You did message when I said that I was, I was like, finally it's done, and you were like, I'm "That is the word." That's the word. Like, unhappy. don't get me wrong. I'm not going to make an argument that the guy deserved his job, but he didn't not deserve his job more than he didn't deserve his job four months ago. We haven't gotten worse in the last four months. Um, yeah. Uh huh. That, that was kind <coughs> yeah, of yeah. My, my logic is the fact late. that he put us in the position that we're in just now, and if. And it's, it's an if, if Rangers are to turn up to Celtic Park and win the title there, that he should be the man that takes the brunt of it. And he's ran off to save face and he's left it to his assistants to clean up the mess. And I, I, I don't support that. See, to be fair... It is a tad embarrassing. See, to be fair, yeah. It, for, but for that point, if, if, if it was to be like, oh yeah, Rangers are going to win, like, go to Celtic, Park win the league there, and he was in the dugout. You'd you'd almost kind of want fans, so he actually had to like face the music in a way. Whereas if he was in the dugout for that, it's just like he he turns around, walks down the tunnel at the end of the day, and fucks off. It's the same sort of situation in my eyes. But he's just, at the at the end of the day, he's not really actually facing anything, apart from the fact that he's he's lost it. But I think he's already he'd, he'd already lost it anyway. And that's his mind, not the league. So, who do you want in? Um, I'm going to start with Ross because uh, he was quite vocal about who he wanted in. Well, who, in the group who, chat. Um, who I feel is the best manager, or who realistically? Okay, so you you can do three. You can do who you think's the best, who you realistically think Celtic will get, and uh, who would be your banter set the Celtic signing because uh, you're a Rangers fan. Um, so best best you could get would be Rafa Benitez, um, but I know he's currently um, in the running for the Napoli job, which I probably think he'll end up getting. Um, 
I, I think the most realistic one would be Eddie Howe, quite a good coach. I feel he'd probably bring a bit of structure and you wouldn't concede every set pieces set piece the other team takes. Um, my banter one would be Gavin Strachan. <sighs> All right. Um, Billy, who, who do you think? Right, so uh, if Celtic were to push the boat out, well, Rafa is not going to go to Celtic, primarily because he's holding out for a job in the Premier League in England or in Serie A. So that then narrows the pull to who you think will get in. And I know Eddie Howe's name has been touted, but I don't think he'll get it either because he turned down the Bristol City job to actively pursue a job that's going in the English Premier League once an opportunity arises. So I don't think he will come to Celtic unless the lure of European football sways him. Um, I think he'll want somewhere still down south because um, prior <coughs> circumstances state that when he goes away from too far away from home, he gets homesick. I don't think being in the cauldron pool of Glasgow will will do anything good to that. So that really narrows the field now. Who do Celtic get? Um, it, it's an incredibly difficult decision for Celtic. Um, do they take? Do they? They have two options. Do they go the try and tested route of an experienced manager, or do they go for a young coach like uh, a Frank Lampard or John Terry um, to you know maybe offer a different dynamic, or do they go for an experienced campaigner who's been there, done Can it, and just- won it? Can I just interject? Um, Frank Lampard, if you're listening, fuck off. That is all. So I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't. I think the two names that have been touted, I don't think will get it. So I think it's maybe wise to maybe suggest other candidates. But at this point in time, I don't think this band of candidates <clears throat> isn't strong enough for me to make a definite decision. Who's your banter? <laughs> well, I'm, not, I'm not a Rangers fan, so I, I don't really have not, a banter candidate. Um, Craig, uh, I'm just—I'm assuming your 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 choice is uh, anyone but Steve Clark. It's not a. I, I'm not like too like oh Steve Clark must stay in the Scotland job because he's not like he's came out and he's won every game. He's not been out, he, outstanding. Fair enough, he's got a tournament, but. He's replaceable if, if the time was to come where he was to leave Celtic, obviously. That would be after. Uh, was to leave Scotland, obviously, that would be after the Euros, or, I presume. Um, although I'm not a Rangers fan, I uh, Jared did miss out on a good banter. One who I've seen um, climbing the 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 betting uh, <laughs> list today was uh, Craig Levine, which would, uh, would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think. Eddie Howe really is the main one. I, I've just looked there and I've seen Thierry Henry's making his way up the list. Um, he has said he's leaving. He has said he's leaving Montreal um, to come to London, but yeah. I believe he's going for the Bournemouth job there. apparently. So have to wait and see. And um, you know he did a really good job with um, Montreal. Um, <laughs> the uh, regular the MLS. Uh, no, uh, the joke was he did not do a good job. He also did not do a good job in Monaco. <laughs> oh, he's done a good job anyway. He said, um, or stay away Frank Lampard, Ferg, but you have to look at Derby right now and look at where Frank no, got no, no, and realise that Frank didn't do that sorry, bad no. a job down in England. No, 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 Craig, no, no. 
That is nothing to do with the, the, his coaching ability. That's to do with the fact that he's Frank <laughs> Lampard and he's a wanker. That is it. That is the only reason I say fuck off. It's nothing to do with. It's his nice to see your. It's or, nice to see your criteria for like picking a manager. Credentials or anything. Just <laughs> can't be wanker. That is the number one rule. Can't be wanker. I think, yeah, yeah, so that really just counts it. I think if if Gerard was to stay, I think the the Lampard Gerard era in uh, Scottish football would be quite an interesting one to watch. No. Mm-hmm. So that is. Uh, that's who I hope Celtic go for. I hope they go for Frank Lampard. Hello. Uh, Matt. Uh, right. Okay. So, <laughs> realistically, I have no idea. If I'm being honest with you, every candidate that gets put forward, I have issues with. Um. Anyhow, seems like the kind of guy I'd like to take Celtic forward as a sort of project. Even even managers like Rafa, to me, he doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would be here for five, six years. It would just come win a title hopefully and then piss off somewhere else so that's not really who I want Um, my my ideal signing if he were to come would be um, Pep Guardiola I think I think if we could get him I mean Rod Stewart said on he went on TalkSport today and said that he could give him a call he must know him so a bit of talking between Rod and uh, no, no. He says that he thinks Rod, Steve Rod Clark Stewart should get. It. <clears throat> um, honestly, I don't know. Would I take okay. Steve Clark? Possibly. Possibly is the answer to that. I don't honestly know if he would take the job, though. Is the honest question. That's my honest answer, at least. Uh, the only thing I could say. Yeah, he, he said himself. Yeah, I think when he's come out. Yeah. Yeah, my only thing is I could see him potentially, I don't know how much he enjoys the international side of it where it's obviously a much quieter schedule to some people that's appealing some folk will like that some managers will sort of feel held back and will probably want to take on a more hands on approach, hands on role um, whether that means Celtic I don't know so my honest answer is we'll see what happens I'd just like to see us um get back to winning football matches to be honest I don't really care who's, who's in charge for the time being we'll see we'll see what happens so the board's got some time so I don't know alright yeah uh, moves on to you I then I think it does my turn um, <clears throat> so I was looking earlier and I, I seen someone tweeted that um, Arlene Foster now has odds um, available apparently so, uh, she'd be yeah. she'd be my banter pick. Um, I think it'd be top quality banter if, uh, <laughs> if we did that. So, uh, ideally, from looking at names that are sort of are being thrown out there, I don't know. Um, honestly, if you're asking, my ideal candidate, I don't want to go for like Rafa Benitez because like you said I don't think he's sort of a long term thing, I think he'd be like a, a in for a season win and then leave and I just don't, I, I don't think that's what we, we need at the moment, personally at Celtic we need someone that's actually going to stick around for maybe a couple of seasons so that would be my problem with Steve Clark as well, I think that he'd very much be a come in, 
steady the ship for a year, leave, and then someone else would come in and would just would be like tr chance chancing our luck again with that one. Um, ideally, if I could have anyone I, I wanted, uh, I'd be going for Roberto Martinez. And um, I just not important. I just think uh, he'd be a class manager at Celtic, and I think it's very, very unlikely we'd get we'd get him. I don't know if he'd actually if he'd leave where he's at at the moment, but I could be a good like a really good appointment to have him. Um, realistically. If we're talking realistically, how Eddie Howe would probably be my my pick for like a realistic one that we could get and might end up getting. Um, but from my uh, understanding is that they're we're looking at bringing in a director of football or direct like sporting director or whatever in the next couple of months or whatever. And I imagine that a manager appointment. A permanent managerial appointment wouldn't happen until a director of footballs had and sort of weighed up candidates, as they'd have to work with them more, more, more clear, bleh, more closely. Craig Levine's got uh, experience as a director of football. I guess we could hire him as director of football, and then he could appoint himself manager. Um, yeah, yeah, that usually goes well. He could appoint himself as manager. As manager. Well, I think yeah. that was a good one. It was uh, Craig Levine. Uh, Craig Levine, uh, director of football, and then uh, Stephen Presley, uh, manager. Yep. I mean, Levine is used to not playing yeah, strikers. I mean, Drew, you've already mentioned his good conversion rate. So, up, so, what would you yeah. so, before... Before, before we go on... This year. Before we go on uh, too much about this... Uh, uh, I think uh, looking at the time, we should probably talk about the weekend football because there is a few games and we do predictions and we want to do our predictions now. There's also a cup final at the weekend. There is a cup final. Um, so to start off our predictions, we have Celtic back in action against... Um, Hot shots, Aberdeen, Craig. Well, I think uh, Aberdeen have found their scoring form now. They're going to fire on, and uh, and Celtic are going to try their best to not let the league be won at Parkhead by losing it before then. So it's going to be one each. Okay. Belmondo. Yep, I agree exactly what Craig said. One each. Jura. Um. It's going, to, it's going to be a, a weird game. I'm actually going to say... I'm going to go for a bounce two back one from Aberdeen. Celtic um, in the wake of the big stuff, so I'm going, to, I'm going to say 2 nil, 2 nil Celtic. I'm going to go in the, the same sort of um, light. Uh, a, a new manager slash no manager bounce back. And I'm going to give you... 3-0 Celtic. Jesus. Yep. Hibernian v Motherwell. I think, although Motherwell did manage to stop their losing run, I think the losing run will restart um, today. Uh, not today, 
the weekend, and uh, it'll be 2 0 Hibs. Billy. Uh, I'm not copying you, Craig, I promise, but uh, 2 0 Hibs. Yogi. I'm going to say 4 0 to Hibs. <laughs> um, I think. Not <laughs> I think Motherwell look like they're starting to try and play. I think they'll get. I think one each. I'm, I'm going to give them some credit. Uh, I'm going to join my comrades and two 0 Hibs. Kelly v Dundee United. And that'll be a easy hat trick for Lauren Shankland. Three 0 Dundee United. Billy. Dundee United victory. Two 0 I'll go. Sure. One I'm say nothing each. Matt. Oh, I think. I think it's time for the return of the Kelly, and I'm going to go 1 0 Kamarnik. And that is why you're <laughs> at the bottom of the table. I'm joint bottom of the, bottom of the table, I'll have you know. Yeah, I'm first in alphabetical order, so we'll take that. <laughs> we don't go in alphabetical order, we go on uh, the fact that I'm above you in my screen. Um, anyway, St Mirren v Ross County. Uh, St Mirren will make it five draws in a row, and it'll be one each. Two each. I'm going to go sure. with 0-0. Uh, um, I don't think there will be any goals. Matt. I'm going to go 2-1 St Mirren. Because uh, Ross County aren't very good. I'm going to jump over the cup final. We'll come back to that at the end. Is that meant to be there under that? That's not meant to be there. Um, uh, Inverness v Hearts. Ooh. I can see Inverness getting something out of that. Gonna go 1 0 Inverness. Billy. 2 1 Hearts. I'm mean, gonna agree with Craig. I think I can sure. see Inverness getting something, but I, I don't Hearts. think it's gonna be all three. I'm gonna go Matt. one each. I am going to say 3-1 to the Hearts. Yep. Air V or Bro. Well, I'm really hoping uh, Air can can actually do something for a change and I, I, I expect him to uh, win 3 now. One three nil. One three nil. Oh, okay, Billy. It's close game. I'm gonna go two one Arbroath. Uh, Ross, Dur. Yeah, you really need to get the finger out. Um, so I'm I'm gonna go two nil, two nil to air. Matt.
Air need to get the finger out. Or both are really good. Um, they're really bad. Woo. Uh, You've gotten more wrong than anyone else so far. So wrong. Worry about it. Um, <laughs> fucking hell. Two each. There you go. That there you go. Two each. Martin Dundee. I think this is going to be the board fest. No, no. Well. Um, I've got about 20 scores that I think in my head so I'm just, I might just roll a dice and see what I get um, 2-1 Dundee I have no idea Sure um, uh, I'm going to go with 2-1 Dundee and also say 2-0 Dundee Matt One nil Dundee. Queen of the South Dunfermline. Ooh. I'm gonna go three one to Dunfermline. I'm gonna go one one. I'm. I think. I think it'll be the opposite. I think, I think Queen of the South will win one nil. I'm gonna go for a one each draw as well. I don't go for many draws, so here we go. And finally, in the championship, Wraith Alwa. One each. Two one Wraith. Yeah. <laughs> Christ. Nil, uh, nah, I don't think it'll be. It's the mighty owl. Uh, Look how do you? Four nil Wraith. Be reasonable Matt. here. I'll be reasonable as well, and I'll say 4-1 Wraith. And finally, that brings us to what we've all been waiting for. It is Betfred Cup final weekend. Can we get a whoop whoop? Whoop whoop. Yep, thank you. (laughs) Um, Can't wait for this one. It's going to be great. I'm going to be watching the whole 90 Minutes plus extra time if we need it, plus penalties if we need it, plus the trophy presentation. If we need I'm it. I'm buzzing. It is Livingston v St. Johnson. Craig, your prediction? Well, Livingston, they haven't been in the best run of form recently. St. Johnson, they've been in quite a good run of form. But I do believe we will see Nicky Devlin lifting that trophy. Um, and it's going to be 2-1 to Livingston. Belmondo? Uh, I'm going to go, oh, there's my result after 90 minutes or after the entirety of the game? Uh, after 90 minutes, you can give us your entirety of the game, but it doesn't count for points. So after 90 minutes, I think it'll be one each. But I do okay. think that St. Johnson will win after extra time. I sure. think 
Yeah, I think in honour of tonight's St. Johnson 11, um, St. Johnson going to rekindle the form of the 16th of December 2017 with a 3-1 win. Okay. Um, it's been so long since we've had a cup final with these teams in it, these sort of teams in it. <laughs> so long since we've had a cup final. You aren't in it either. In it. Was it four years? I mean... Good. Oh, who said that? <laughs> Good. Um, uh, I think it's going to be a really tight one. I think it, it could go right down to the wire. I'm going to say 2-1 St. Johnson. I could, I could quite easily see it going to extra time. <clears throat> I think um, yeah, it'll be a, I think it'll be a good final. Um, feel feel for the fans of Livingston St Johnson. They they finally get to the final. Both teams have a reasonably good chance of winning a, a trophy where they're not playing one of the old firm, and they, they don't get well, one to, of them is going oh, to yeah, win it. obviously, but um, <laughs> so and they don't get to go and see it. But... Yeah, it's one it's one you really feel for the fans of those teams. They don't often get to. Hamden anyway, and they don't often get to finals, so yeah, I'd be, I'd be upset if I was a fan of one of those teams that I wouldn't actually get to go and see my team potentially lifting a trophy. Got to see, even, so even though Celtic and Rangers aren't in it, it's not even the teams that put them out that are in the final. I know, so. embarrassing because I mean, we all we would all want a St. Mirren Ross County oh, final. final, that would be well, we've got that. We've just not got it in a final. We've got that game, though. That's true. But, <laughs> yeah, that will do us for this Thursday night. We've just gone over an hour, so not bad considering there was only three games to talk about and mm-hmm. only two of them had goals. So I'm going to let Matt say goodbye after he unmutes himself. I'm here. Yep, uh, good night, everyone. Hope you enjoyed, and I'm glad to be back with better internet. Glad to have you. Um, Billy Kirkpatrick, so he can go and white himself to sleep. <laughs> yes, thank you, folks, and uh, fun for well. Good night. May the ball roll kindly for all your games this weekend. Craig Gregor. Goodbye. And his dinosaur. Goodbye. And uh, the real dinosaur here, Ross Dewar. Anything? Any final remarks? I would just like to thank all the listeners and keep the faith. Finally, from me, um, thank you for listening. Thank you for, honestly, if anyone lasts it through Matt's uh, St. Johnson 11, congratulations to you. Send us your predictions for the weekend's games and the cup final, and we'll see you on Monday or you'll hear us on Monday even. Good night, goodbye, God bless.